Welcome to D&D and D, the dinner party role playing. Whoa. 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 What timing? Are you serious? Did you hold Are that you in? Are you serious? What the fuck's the matter James with you? James Agent Beast, you nasty gremlin. Or Mr. Krabs, jeez. Why would you do that? Starting the session off with a Red Bull burp. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> well, that's the first time Grizzle's ever been cut off. Yeah, he just he just gave up there. I don't think it seasons. is. No? I, 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 I would be surprised if it was. James has interrupted me by doing the intro before. Yeah. Yes. But not something. It hasn't so been abandoned. Disturbingly gross. Due to it, And it was so short. It was like, it was such an abrupt, it wasn't little, my terrible best noise. Burp. No. I'm sorry. In the headphones, it was uh, jarring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're back with the fun people. Um, <laughs> it's about an hour from when when last we were recording. Uh, we took break immersion. We took a no. little break and then uh, well, honesty is good. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it's weeks between. That's true. Mm-hmm. As it was previously, but now it is. We didn't record it all in the month of August. No, that was July. my fault. I got a cold. Yes. That was very selfish of you, Beth. Yeah, oh, I, you were traveling I, for three weeks. Really, I was you're two weeks. busy as hell. Yeah. Uh huh. I was busy, and then I got sick, and and I don't, I don't feel bad. No, as you shouldn't. You know, health is important. Sick days are I important. Think you should. <laughs> Last we left you guys off, uh, you had met a new character, Prince, a prince, Prince Cedric Hammerfist, uh, who stopped the fight. You guys were doing fine. But he did finish things off. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I kind of wasted my disintegrate. You got shown up. We'll you see. really did. And none of us made a big deal about it. How the hell did Cedric Bonefist, what's his last name? Hammerfist. Hammerfist disintegrate every th- creature in this room. That was wild. No, he didn't. I disintegrated the big one. I'm sorry. 98% of the creatures in that room. Uh, maybe by quantity, by mass, I accounted for like 50%. <laughs> You're like, most of the bones were in that bone monster. Exactly. So. Oh, maybe you didn't even disintegrate it. Maybe it was him maybe all along. Maybe it was like, just him all along. Like, your player two with the controller in your hand that's unplugged and player one walks in and is just like, <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, you keep that kind of talk up, I'm going to disintegrate <laughs> I don't think you can. Oh, uh, then I'll disintegrate Pete. <gasps> wow, that's a real. How do you threat. think Pete would do on a? Uh, how do you think Pete would do on a Dex roll? Mm, I don't know, but uh, Papa's looking real tasty. Don't even. <laughs> you can't eat what you disintegrate. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You can't. Words to live Pete. by. That's I'm not trying to eat Pete. <laughs> you fucking nasty. Because I'm not a fucking psycho like you people trying to eat my pet. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Russell, let's move forward, please. <laughs> let's. So, um, you were invited up to the palace by Prince Cedric, the Duke of Forjai. That is where we will pick you guys up. The palace is at the uh, the top level, the top several levels, I suppose, of the city. Uh, if you recall, you came in at kind of the bottom of a mountain and have been moving your way up inside of it since arriving here in Steelshank. Uh, at the bottom was the forge level, and then you moved up. You stopped off at your hotel, uh, and then you came up to the expo level, uh, and now you continue to ride up. 
as you uh, made your way towards the uh, towards the elevator that's going to take you up, um, you passed by the secret door, Fletch, that you were brought through. But it looks now, as you walk past it, to be like completely scrubbed and is just a wall. Like you don't see any what remnants of where you previously were. Roll hmm. wisdom. Roll a wisdom save. 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 16. Okay. Uh, you are very, you're, you're, you're confident that what you experienced happened, but it's very weird that it, there's no evidence now of where you came from. I checked my pocket for the charcoal. Oh, it's there. Okay, so it did happen. Do I have my, <laughs> do I have the mask that I took? Yes. Yes. So. You have those things. Can I, I put the mask up to my face. You got a dirty hand it. though. I looked in my pocket. I didn't touch it. Okay. Oh, stop it! Like I want you to have dirty hand. I will eventually. When I put the mask up to my face, does anything appear? No, nothing happens. Oh, this is uh, so weird. Roll stealth, though. Yeah, you are putting a mask on in the presence of a prince. That one. Oh no! Oh, oh <laughs> much. I I used his. God-given name. I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the prince, Prince Cedric, sees uh, the mask that you're kind of rummaging through that you pull out of your uh, pockets, mm -hmm. and he takes it from you. He takes it out of your hands, and he oh. turns it over, and he looks at it, and he says, This is more elaborate than these cultists are usually capable of creating. This, this is some fine ivory. From I know. Where did... Where did you come across this this one? I the the cultists that we've managed to capture or kill in the city usually just have terrible wooden masks. This doesn't even have a strap. How does it? And he holds it up to his his face. A care, careful doing that. Oh, he he like pauses. I just don't know if there's any like magic incantations that might you know affect you. Magic sir. incantations. Mm. You know these cultists. You dabble in magics in a way that we don't usually condone here, oh, so... I forgot all about that. I'm magic as shit. <laughs> oh, no. You, you, you're still, uh, like, your winged, horned, like, angel yeah. person. Yeah. Um, but, like... He just, for all, does, yeah, you know, for of, all he knows... Yeah, one of your wings, like, twitches. Does he <laughs> just think I look like that? As far as he knows, you look like that. You said it was science. Oh, yes. You said that and you scienced your science. way into it. Yes. And what is science foreigner, so not magic? Yeah. From a certain point of view. That, that's literally magic. the thesis of this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm still mage handing my ivory mask over my pants body, mm. but he has not made a gesture towards that ivory mask. No, that one's different. That's from, diff that's from uh, Durgi's little whole thing over right. yeah right that one's that one's different how is it different you you took this from uh either one of the scarecrows or one of the machines right yeah one of the machines yeah yeah, yeah. so it's uh it's not it's like got carvings inside of it yeah it's not like person sized it's not like made to fit a big broad face of a dwarf it's oh. more of an like emblem it's tiny it's not tiny 
But like dwarves have broad, wide skulls. Okay, so it's like human shaped. It's smaller. Human face. It's smaller than a human. Like it would have, it would have fit better on like margarine or maybe flak. But um, it would be too small. Yes, for like like Zabbis and Fletch's faces would like stick out the top or bottom. I see. And uh, and if you if Cedric were to hold it up, he it would not cover most of his face. It would look it would look small on a dwarf. Okay. And I just, in case I haven't said it, uh, Mage Hand is a cantrip, and so I'm just constantly maintaining it in order to hold this mask above my pants body. Right. Cedric stops. You're on the elevator now, and you're, you pulled out this, the mask, and uh, Cedric stops when you say, wait. Wait, the same elevator? The Different elevator. Okay. You're heading up. Cultists have been quite the thorn in our side uh, here in, in Steel Shank. My, my sweet sister has not been able to manage them herself so she's asked me to come down from forge eye and and rid herself of these maniacs they've been indiscriminately killing and and raising dead for their their strange rituals and claiming that they serve some sort of dragon can you imagine such a thing no one's seen a dragon in centuries yeah do you say we're in like an elevator yeah i'm just like (laughs) <laughs> stooped over because it's way too short way and i'm like yeah short. crazy with your your wings and yeah they're like folded over like oh man that would be nuts huh? <laughs> i would guess that anyone who said they saw a dragon must have just seen someone like my master yes and then i do i do like uh jazz fingers towards sabbath <laughs> I am merely a very fancy boy. Achieved by science. Yes. You've injected quite the vocabulary into your creature. It's it's an impressive thing to, to have it mimic thought. I mean, it's... I know. Yes. In fact, so impressive, you might say that it is equal to or superior <laughs> to other sentient beings. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's did, not, did, huh? Did you, do you have a preferred <laughs> means of chastisement? Oh, no, I tend to, uh, what's that style of parenting called? Where it's like hands off. I I choose the soft parenting method. I think that's what that was called. (laughs) You know, we kind of let them make mistakes on their own and. This prince is going to Jeff Goldblum me in Life Aquatic. (laughs) What? Where he just walks over to Steve Zissou's dog and hits him and he's like, Cody, be still. Cody, be still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Imposing his own discipline. Well, it must be some sort of elven inclination. It's quite foreign here. It's if if I were to, if one of my machinations were to suddenly sprout sentience and claim that it was an equal of myself, I would dismantle it. But you know, that's that's me. I guess you know that's part of what makes science so exciting: is different scientists doing different experiments <laughs> and coming to different conclusions, and then we can argue over them it's it's really the best part is the arguing and not too many people argue with the prince <laughs> i'm gonna pick his oh. pockets oh. Yeah, <laughs> all i'm thinking is like i could literally kill you i could literally <laughs> kill too. you 23 okay uh mm, is that enough for a prince let's let's find out i'm gonna roll against you oh 18 oh all right what are you, what are you, you look, you're just rummaging. I'm rummaging. What is in his pockets? Mm-hmm. 
um, a lot of bolts and gears and screws and things. That's so <laughs> weird. That is really weird. For what? Jeez. He might be a robot. <clears throat> you you are able <gasps> <laughs> you are able to feel the tablet, but it is. Oh, that's what I'm interested it's, in. It's it's of a size, and then the stylus. Um, can I nick the stylus? You you could get the stylus. I want the stylus. Okay. I'm going to do this in parts. Okay. You get the stylus with with your, your sleight of hand roll. As he's waxing uh, how much better he is than Flack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and he says, yes, it's part of the reason why we invite foreigners up to the expo is so that there can be some spirited de- debate with the members of the royal family who choose to enter in exhi- uh, exhibits. Uh, some of our own citizens feel as though they can't really be honest when you, you know, when when up against their betters, you know. That's fair. You call yourself their betters. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to argue with irresputable fact. The Hammerfist dynasty has ruled over Didredon for s- millennia, really, going back as far as our records go, even older than the Boothsby Break Iron Calendar itself. Him himself in service of. Of oh the man, how long is this elevator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out of here. Where, where is he keeping his tablet? Where is he keep breast pocket? Breast pocket, and it's how big? Well, how big would you say it is inches wise? Uh, nine. Nine inches of a size. I would agree with that. His breast pocket. Uh, Marjorie will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that Zabbos was really excited to like come to this city because he just had this idea of like, oh my god, everyone's all fancy and shit. But now he's realizing the reality of what it's like to interact with fancy people, and it sucks ass. <laughs> it's so boring, and they're so lame. This uh, is devastating. It goes on. Um, he goes on a little bit about uh, the history of uh, the Hammerfist Empire and um, their. Rule over Didredon as the the uh, elevator rises. It's yeah, I, I just picture like crossfades of like, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh my god. God. and then we're just like, oh my god, it needs to stop. <laughs> when the first travelers made their way over from Hoskwood, first we were oh appalled god. by their human bodies. <laughs> just saying weird oh shit. <laughs> Until uh, the elevator finally comes to a a stop, you exit to uh, the palace level, which is very, very impressive. There are shafts. You find yourselves on like a promenade, like a a road that leads out from the elevator towards what uh, seems to be uh, like a keep, um, like a smaller castle within a castle kind of thing. Uh, To the left and right of the promenade are open shafts. There is heat coming through. Um, You can feel it, that this is where the heat is coming from. Um, There's so much heat coming from these shafts uh, that there's elaborate plants that are growing uh, all over. More vegetation and more plant life than you would expect, perhaps, from this mountain sanctuary. Uh, but they grow everywhere. There are elaborate mirror systems to to direct light in here. It is it is uh, almost tropical. Um, huh. in its is it just like really moist in here? It's humid. Mm. It is it is humid. There is there is definitely a um a stickiness to the air that contrasts sharply with how dry 
especially Fletch, you you felt the air was uh, up on the top of the mountain. Yeah. But it is it is a pretty it it's very very pretty. The the artistry up here is uh is is impressive even though it's not as ornate as elven stuff or as uh fanciful as some of the human or or uh uh halfling or or gnomish stuff uh that you guys are familiar with um there is a very clean beauty to all of this it's it's uh there's a lot of geometrical shapes you know very like long lines and and um Art deco yeah yeah definitely um, it's, it's, it's really impressive and you're kind of aw- aw- awed by it. The scale as well is huge. Um, the, the, the ceilings are incredibly high, higher than they would need to be for dwarves, but nonetheless, they are there because they can be. And, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> there are, again, these, these huge pillars that have figures carved in them in relief, um, and they all have the, they, these are the most elaborate masks that you have seen are on these figures, uh, that are up here in this, this big, uh, entrance way. How close is the closest pillar? Maybe 30 feet away. It's a wide walkway. Um, and you're like walking down the center of it. Okay. I mean, your pants, you can wander off if you want to wander off. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to wander off for attention, though, uh, uh, and that's too far away. The activity up here is a lot less than everything going on down below. There aren't as, you know, it's not as populated up here. Most of the other dwarves that you see are more guards than, uh, than like, citizens. They They all seem to have a very, like, specific role. And you walk along this walkway uh, to the keep within. And when you enter, things kind of change once you come into this keep. Like the the oh, before we go into the keep, I did want to ask. Um, you said that the lighting situation here is based on like a complex mirror reflection mm-hmm. system. Can I try to understand like the source of that and how it functions? Yes, you can. Roll investigation. Oh, is it like when in The Mummy, when they go down and they like turn on the mirror and it bounces <laughs> all, all the around. reflections? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I rolled a 15. Uh, yeah, you can tell that there is a skylight there. That's the source. Yeah, that there. this is sunlight coming in. So theoretically, if, if we blocked, if you were to, if one was to block that skylight, the entire place would go black. Theoretically. <laughs> cool. Good to know. You enter the keep, uh, and the the style kind of shifts where things now are more uh, warm. They're more uh, inviting. There's a different kind of energy to, to things. There, there's a more personal touch to the decor. A lot of it has more uh, foreign influence. You see that there are uh, decorative touches that are familiar to all different decorative touches that are all familiar to all of you in different ways, except maybe Fletch. You you recognize some things, but like you know, you 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 weren't a, a city person where yeah. there would be a lot of you know like fancy things. Yeah. So what you recognize are some fixtures that you might have seen in like the Knights Pass Guild Hall or the uh, the Oyakoto Castle where like the the place the nice places that you have been to in your recent adventure yeah. in life. The past Us. couple of years. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, the finer life that we've been showing you. Yeah, not living in fucking mm-hmm. tree trunks and well, canopies. Right, let's not, you know? let's not uh, to say that that's not showing okay. Showing you the real good life. Yeah. Oh, all right. 
Cool. <laughs> Come on, guys. Don't be racist against elves. Stop I'm it. Not just wood elves. I'm not racist. I'm just saying we're showing them the good life. <laughs> A different life. Yeah, the the good one. Some things you you notice are uh, covered in like large. Uh, like drapes as though things are like under construction. There are uh, craftsmen uh, running around and working on stuff. Um, but now you also see servants that are that are uh, buzzing around um, doing things. There are other dwarves in like fancy dress and wigs um, who also appear to be more of a level with Prince Cedric, though uh, no one quite has the wig and dress of him uh just yet excuse me sir prince yes creature <laughs> oh man <laughs> are you the heir of your dynasty uh i thought a prince would be able to quicker answer that <laughs> Ooh, someone's a second son and he's mad about it <laughs> was that said aloud <laughs> I don't currently sit the high throne but that must be unfortunate for I am my master's first and favorite <laughs> I push him <laughs> These you legs. Push, who do you push? I push Flag. Okay. These legs are second. <laughs> I push him. Uh, and I shake my little fake head. No. Uh, roll perception. Nineteen. When you shake your little head, you see uh, Cedric's eyes kind of dart over and look at it. For the first time. For the first time that you notice. This guy's very self self absorbed. Well, yeah, but question: mm. When his eyes dart over and look at my mask head, do they dart away like he does not want to look at it? Insight. Yeah. Roll a good. Roll a good. Oh, I did not. I rolled a three. Mm. Best you can tell, it's curiosity. All right. Mm. But but Cedric answers uh, answers you, and he says. Royal bloodlines are much more complicated than artificial creatures. It's it's probably too much for your new brain, one assumes, to comprehend. Uh, tell us about your sister. Uh, the <laughs> Empress. Yes, well. I, like, look over at Flag. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is there to say like... about the Empress that has not already been said in the annals of our histories? Well, we don't... I don't know. Yeah, we're new here. Yeah, we're new. Can you give us like a synopsis? Or a quick <laughs> also, if this guy believes that these two creatures are brand new with their brand new brains and his answer to uh, tell us about your sister is, oh, it's in what does everybody already knows everything mm -hmm. from history. I don't think he thinks we're worth telling about. I know. Which will get him killed eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, Grussell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 154 of D&D and D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D and Pod on Twitter and D&D and Pod on Instagram. Or email us at D&D and D Pod at gmail.com. 
So just a reminder for the schedule, we will have a regular episode, obviously, this week and next week. Then the week after that, we will have the next chapter of the Tim story. I hope you're enjoying those. Uh, I am enjoying writing them, uh, and uh, they've been a lot of fun, so I hope that you find them fun as well. And we will have that next chapter that Wednesday, and then the Wednesday after that, we will have off. Uh, right now, we don't have any material for that week. That could change. Stay tuned for any announcements, either on the Twitter or here in the announcements between uh, segments of the episodes uh, for news about what we're going to do that week. But right now, uh, we're planning on taking it off. But then after that, we will get back to regular episodes uh, in November and through the end of the year. So thank you so much for listening to the show, uh, everybody has been really great since season five has started uh, and we have a lot of fun stuff to do still here in Didridon. Speaking of, I think that is it for me. So thanks everybody. Do what's fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empress Elizabeth Hammerfist the Ninth. Um, the Ninth. Sits upon our throne and rules over our empire with benevolence and questionable taste, he says, as he indicates all of the work that's going on around the palace. Ooh, is that work the work that feels uh, evocative of other cultures as compared to the more geometric, simple, clean design stuff? It would appear. That seems to be what he's referencing. That seems okay. to be what he is referencing, is all of the, the uh, yes. So he's a purist. Mm. Not surprising. Our empire has ruled here in these mountains, as I said, since time began, and we have developed quite the culture of our own, but my sister seems that there is more for the world to offer us, and we should pay attention to what they have to say, and... <laughs> That's great. God, this guy sucks. <laughs> and that's great. Cool. <laughs> you sound so excited about it. I can't wait to murder him. <laughs> When's dinner? Ah, yes, right this way. Sorry, of course, I promised you a hero's feast. Yeah, I'm hungry. Uh, and you follow him into, like, a uh, a hall. It's not a great hall. You can tell that um, in what you... I expected t- something larger. Professor, I'm I, I'm starting to get a little bit annoyed by your creature. Dude, Ooh. oh my, I'm so sorry. Hey, um, pr- I, rings of secrecy, dude, shut the fuck up. Rings of secrecy, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know he sucks, but like, we're kind of stuck here right now. Manners or decorum are hard to program. I understand, oh but you God. did win a gold medal. Program? He's talking about programming me like I'm not a fucking person. He, he doesn't. You're not as far as he's concerned. Don't you do, dude. No, because <laughs> Oh my god. I do. don't forget. I made you from a bucket. Like I kayfabe, right? Yeah. You, don't, you don't actually believe that? No. Okay. But he does. <laughs> I recommend not talking. It's been going really well, surprisingly. Mm. Oh man, you're like I know it sucks, but you you can't be proud right now. You have to just. 
No one's mad at me. He's telling me I'm not worthy of being a person. <laughs> that is core flag. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. I know. We'll for like you. Dude, we'll fuck him up later. I promise. He okay. sucks so much. Right. I stole his stylus. What? Yeah. Stab him in the thigh with it. Oh, no. no. Don't do that. <laughs> Guys, Jesus. Hey, all right. I think Fletch is just standing there smiling awkwardly. <laughs> like, he knows at this point that they're doing Rings of Secrecy. So yeah, I'm yeah. Just like, and you, you're all, like, being seated at the table yeah. and, like, servants pull chairs out for you. It It is a dining hall, but it is not, like, a grand hall. It is it is clearly, like, off to the side. It is not as elaborate. Um, you guys are having the, your little secret conversation while you guys sit down. Um, servants pull out each and every chair, one chair for the pants and a separate chair for the torso. Um, but then the servants kind of look at each other and they look back at this pants and the torso and then they look at the prince and then they look back at the pants and the torso and then they look at the chairs and then look at the prince and he says, it's fine. They'll split them up. It's fine. Just leave. (laughs) (laughs) Who sits to the prince's right? Oh yeah. When Zanir Kraman sits to the prince's right. Hell of course, yeah. the winner. Yes. Although I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Secret rings. Sava <laughs> 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 uh, says that out loud. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> uh to the but you do notice that um then to the left, that obviously uh Cedric is at the head of the table, and to the right is Zabbis, and to the left is Fletch. Then they then he seated pants, and then furthest away <laughs> he seated Good. the torso. Um no, 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 where am I? You're to the you're left. To the left. Oh. Yeah. You're right next to him. So you're yeah, you're close. You're next to Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're at the end of the table by yourself, dude. <laughs> no. Other servants come in. Uh, and they bring in what looks to be uh, like a big. Pl- they're carrying a huge platter. It's two servants. They have they have ha- one ha- one is on one side and one is on the other, um, and they're carrying this big platter. And there's a pile of what looks to be the uh, the flesh of the gorilla. Ew! What are you yeah, saying to me? After the after the skeleton escaped, all of the the body. Collapse to the ground without bones but or like consciousness. But like necromancy, it means it like melted off of him. No, it just it just burst out from it. Oh, so is this just like it's just it's just like a costume? It's like, yeah, it's kind of like a costume. Oh god, it's, it's a meat suit. It's yeah, we're gonna eat. It's meat suit. That's like <gasps> Are one we of eating? the. It's like one of the last animals you should eat. I feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. it's getting very close to cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. I honestly there was like can't, so many birds. I can't think of like a less okay animal to eat. A dog, like a chimp. I mean, gorillas are chimp technically chimps. More or no, okay than a apes. yeah, they're all apes than a gorilla. I would feel worse about That's eating how you, a gorilla. Yeah, like gorillas Sickness. are so. No, I think a chimp would be a slightly worse, but they're all very bad. No, but, yeah. it, but a chimp though will be mean to you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, <laughs> they'll haunt you. I think assholes. aren't chimps though the closest to they people? Are I think so. Yeah. And that's how we get diseases. It just by eating them wouldn't be great. Anyway, the servants present the platter to Cedric, uh, who um, like selects a section of it, uh, and and he says, "Yes, waste not, want not." Am I right? I mean. Oh God! And uh, what were your dinner plans? 
before like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very rare that we're able to get a great ape up here. It's yeah. quite the delicacy. Uh, mm. uh, it it should go finely with with the other accoutrements chef has prepared. He's very talented. So Marjorie was uh, sad for a while because she realized that by the time we got to sit down for dinner, she probably wouldn't be able to eat anything. But I gotta say, now that it's gonna be gorilla meat, I, she's not so sad anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, pants can't eat. Pants can't eat. Pants don't have mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he he makes his selection and the servants leave. Um, and now it is uh, you guys and uh, the prince in the room. I have to thank you, heroes, for stepping in and dealing with the cultists. We've had quite the cultist problem as of late here in the city and you know it's it's hard for me as the prince with all of my incredible duties not only as a prince uh, but as a duke as well i rule over my own city see and i've come down here to help my sister and it's <sighs> what's the difference <laughs> in your job responsibilities between prince and duke are you on a date <laughs> no, like, what do you do? Like, what do you even do? It sounds like really? you're on a date. Well, I, there's tours and meetings, lots of meetings. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's administrative meetings and municipal meetings and government Oh, man. Can, is there anyone else, like, in this room? <laughs> like, are there, are there other guests or is it just us and the prince? So far, it's just you and the prince. Is there... Are there like other like courtiers and attend? Like, are there people standing around? Yes, there's definitely uh, two footmen who have yet to move. Okay, and there is a like cupbearer who has filled the prince's cup and all the rest of yours, except for the pants. Can I get like a <sighs> sense of like how his his st- the help I guess sure feel about him? Uh, roll mm. insight. Plus zero, baby. Let's go. And that one. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it. And now. <sighs> they have dutifully been doing their jobs. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> As uh, it, with expediency and efficiency. Great. Okay. How many doorways out of this room are there? Three. How involved in conversation with Zabus is Cedric? Right now, very. He's 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 uh detailing all of the meetings that he he has to go to. I'm gonna leave. Okay. So I rolled a stealth twenty-three okay. to get up from the table and go out of the closest door. Okay. Uh you walk under the table. <laughs> and you time it so that you exit with the uh with the servants that are carrying the platter of meat. Cool. Um, and you leave. You're now in like servants cor- cor- uh, servants corridor. I'm gonna put the mask instead of having it like hover above my little body. I'm just gonna put it right in front of the crotch of the pants. So like that a, I like feel... a cod piece. Yeah. Okay. I got cod piece head now. All right. You're now looking through the eyes of the mask. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I'm gonna explore. Okay. We'll come back to what you explore in a moment. 
in the uh, in the in the dining room, uh, as he as Cedric goes on about all of the meetings that he has to go to. You see, you see, I mean, as as you can see, there's quite a lot that I have to do, and and that's just as a duke. Let I oh, haven't no. even gotten on oh, no. of what I have to. And then um, <laughs> regret asking these questions. Uh, and then at that point, a uh, a servant, a, a different clothed, differently clothed servant comes in. Uh, slightly more formal than some of the other servants. This one, he doesn't have a wig, but his hair is powdered. Okay. Uh, and he says, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, well, you're here. Uh, Professor Ayanthe has yet to report. Um, wait, so- this isn't that guy. It's not that guy, but he sounds... Similar. Okay, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Nope. Okay. But it's not that guy, but he professor mentioned that guy. Iron Thane. Yes, he's a Professor Iron Thane has yet to report for dinner. It's... Uh, Oh, oh! But you have other guests uh, joining you. This, this is wonderful. You will not be dining alone against. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't. I didn't. Was was I'll go? Was Iron Thane the other guy? That was the guy that Fletch was talking to. Uh oh. Okay. Um, and uh, you see that Cedric looks like really pissed at the servant for uh for for his little slip. Um, but then, uh, he like changes his face, uh, and then he's like, he like chuckles and he's like, uh, no matter, I've, I've got the gold medal zoological winner, Professor Kramen here to, to join with me. Although, have you heard how the weather, ex- uh, weather experiment went? We, we haven't yet, uh, uh, received those results. Uh, I, I will look into this for you, uh, my prince. I'm sorry. He bows and he leaves. No, uh, at- Look look into that tomorrow. Join us for dinner. I demand it as the gold medal winner <laughs> of this contest. You could save that for later. He freezes and his eyes dart to the prince. I get this guy in so much trouble. And the prince like glares at the guy and then he looks back at you and he like starts to smile and he says, there's that famous... Elven hospitality. <laughs> that's not a thing that exists, <laughs> but that's <laughs> flattering of you. Uh, please, uh, Dormac, have a seat. <laughs> Professor Dormac. and assistant. What? Preacher. Assistant? This is this oh. is uh this, oh is, my God, this is my chief of staff, Dormac Lava Brand. <laughs> oh man. And um You'll be joining us for, for for dinner. Oh, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you join us. Great, thank you. <laughs> I say secretly with my secret <laughs> rings. Thank you for the invite. It's it's lovely to... Guy, you're right. He's going to get in so much trouble later. Join, join the prince and... You just um, got this guy some lashings. Oh, no. I th- there was one more thing. My prince, I'm, I'm sorry again, but um, the empress has requested an, an audience... She heard about what happened at the zoological exhibit and wants a, a damage report as, as as soon as possible. And well, I get, I guess there's no keeping keeping my sister waiting. She is the empress. Uh, please stay here with with Dormac and and enjoy dinner. And I will return shortly. But don't go anywhere. And he stands and he leaves. Margarine. Your pants. You're mm-hmm. in the servants' quarters, uh, or the servants' hallway. 
You're walking around. Yeah, I'm trying to keep a low profile. Okay. I'm just kind of scoping the place out. I want to overhear as many conversations amongst the common folk as I can. Okay. And I'm keeping an ear for any mention of the professor. Yes, capital T, capital P. Capital T, capital P. Yeah. Um, you walk for a little bit down the hallway. Uh, you get to like a kitchen. You peek your head in. There's a whole brigade at work um, inside of the kitchen. It's a big, huge kitchen um, that is cooking for not just your dinner, but it seems like the whole palace. Ooh. Um, they are busy, busy, busy. Uh, a, a, a servant comes up to the door and pushes past you, bumps right into you. Um, and looks down and, uh, is like, oh, there's a, experiment's gotten loose again. (laughs) I scatter away. (laughs) It's some fucking (laughs) awakened pants. (laughs) I toddler run away. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get into like, I. I know the working class. I know it's all about uh, the ladies in. Is it called ladies in waiting, or are those like concubines? They would the lady ladies in waiting would be like lesser nobility. Okay, who, not ladies who in waiting would, who would in, be in service to the to the queen. Yeah. Oh yes, ladies in waiting. I'm looking for the ladies in waiting. I want to find where where bored women are talking. Okay. Mm. Uh, roll roll investigation. Let's see if you can kind of like snoop this out. Yeah. I've been rolling some some real boring numbers. That's a 13. A 13. Uh 13's enough where you get the sense that like okay, there's there's clearly like somebody there's another dining room or there's another part of this that isn't the prince's. And you you figure that at some point you should probably head up. That's mm-hmm. that's what you get. So you you uh you follow some servants up. There's a staircase back here. It's much more dimly lit uh than Anyone everywhere else. Pastries. Sure. Yeah, okay. If you were looking for somebody carrying pastries, the 13's enough to find somebody carrying pastries. You uh walk up, you find a staircase, you head up, you get to uh, a point where you hmm the stylus that you stole, yes, starts to tingle. Oh, um, I'm gonna duck behind a pillar, just like in a, a inconspicuous spot. Okay, which is mostly what I've been doing as I am pants, and I'm gonna pull out the stylus to investigate it. Okay, it's kind of vibrating. Uh, I'm gonna use it as like a dousing rod and try to see if it's vibrating closer to one direction or another. Okay, roll a uh, perception. 18. Uh, yeah, definitely. You start to kind of like run it along the walls. You get to a point where it's like, it like starts vibrating so much that it's like twitching in your hand. Oh, up along the wall? Along the wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I tap it against the wall. The wall depresses, slides open. Ooh. Whoa. Right, I'm gonna take an acorn out of my pocket and put it down on the ground. Okay, where I am, and go into this depression. Okay, 
D&D&D is a Moorpark Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan.